Hey everyone! Hi guys. <laughs> I forget how I said I wasn't gonna start it, so let's you, just leave it at you that. You weren't gonna start it. Hi guys, welcome to the pod. Uh, no, that's she's dead. Wait, well, you know it's like old Taylor can't come to the phone right now. All right, I'm just gonna stop. Never mind. Never mind. You're, not gonna, know you're like not gonna know the reference Taylor. I will. So. Oh, I don't. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm like a grandma. There's yeah. like a TikTok that's like it will show like say you're a photographer, it will like show like pictures of your old photography, and it's like. Oh, she passed away. Oh, ooh. And it's like, let's go. And then it shows like all your new photography. Wait, okay. that's actually very. They're um, like my favorite. No, this is really relevant to what we're going to talk about. Is that it? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's, it's such a good segue. Wow. Okay. So the, what we're bringing forth today is like some death and rebirth vibes in like terms of all aspects of life. Like your personality, like who you were as a high schooler to who you are in your 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s to like handling and navigating like all cycles of ups and downs and changes basically yeah. in your life. I'm going to bring a really good Jen example. <laughs> Classic Jen. There was this YouTuber. She was like 17. She like skyrocketed on YouTube. Um, Emma Chamberlain. You probably know her if you literally go on YouTube. Skyrocketed to in YouTube world, moved to LA, and then people are like, "Oh my God, she's changed." I'm like, "I fucking hope so." She's been on YouTube for two years. In between, like, you know, whatever, seventeen and twenty or nineteen, you like grow a shit ton in that time frame. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hope she's changed a little bit. So I just feel like in that cycle, she probably had so many cycles of death and rebirth, and she also became like a multimillionaire like essentially overnight. So yeah, um, people, people are going to change throughout life. I think we think like no one's going to change. It's like, okay, the person you are in high school or in college is who you are forever. And personally, I literally remember someone saying like, Bridget, you're changing. I think it's because I didn't want to go on spring break, like for the whole time they're going to Vegas. <laughs> um, I love you if anyone's listening to this. Um, <laughs> and they're like, she's changing. And I was really offended. Like, I was like, why? Like, I didn't understand that, like, that's the only fucking constant in life is change. Like, Wait, that's so interesting because I feel like we actually do look at, like, change as, like, a negative thing. Yeah. Right, because, oh, so like, interesting. Oh, you've changed. Jen, you've changed. Yeah, but it's Jen. like, oh, my God, no, that, I'd be like. <sighs> yeah. It, yeah, really. It, it felt like something was wrong with who I was for acting or being or just, like, feeling different about a certain situation that I used to feel a different way about. Yeah. So we like wanted to talk about it. Sorry if I'm like real. I feel like I'm, I have like a really low voice. I have been laying here for a long time. I'm feeling very like grounded and warm. So this is a little different energy. I have coffee vibes. It's to oh balance my God, the hardcore. No, I have such coffee vibes right now. Mm -hmm. Love it. That's why I need Bridget to tell me. I'm not saying I read data. I can't say that word. <laughs> I can't say that word. Um, yeah. I don't know what I was just saying. Okay, so death and rebirth and, like, all these processes and all these changes that happen. And I said this before to Jen when we were kind of just, like, brainstorming our convo was I, in high school and college, I was, I perceived myself like this. I don't know if anyone else did, but, like, I loved smoking weed. Like, I smoked every single day of my life. And to break free of, like, not being the girl who smoked weed was challenging, and it's almost like we identify with one thing and then to move out of that one thing is scary. Yeah, I think the high school example is so, so good because I was like the same and I drank and whatever, all of that. And like now that's just not my vibe. Um, but 
when you are doing certain things, you kind of build like a community around those things. So I felt like True. all of my friends were like party friends. Right. And when you stop doing that, you take a part of your identity away, which is hard. Like I, it's, it's so interesting. It is hard, but you also kind of lose some friendships like in that process. So it's kind of like normalizing, like being okay with that and knowing you have those seasons of life. And that was a part of your life and letting it die out and letting another part of your life rebirth. I think for me, like the bit, one huge example of this was I used to go, I went to a university and I just like, wasn't responsible there. And I had to leave. I don't know why I feel like I can't say the name of it. Am I like not allowed to, oh, I'm literally like trying to go around saying it. I'm like, do I get like sued if you like say a name of a college? No, you went there. I don't know. Okay. So I went to Kutztown university for like a year and a half and I just like, was not responsible at all enough to be in college on my own. I that's like a whole podcast, literally that for a different really day. Is. That would take some shadow ass work for me to get the confidence to say the shit that like oh, I had like next week had had. Oh, that was, I don't know. Oh, that's so oh. that in all honesty is so scary to like tell out to the public world. Yeah. Um, but I had to make the decision to leave there, and that was to this day, like one of the hardest decisions I've ever made. And I actually still to this day have dreams that I still go there mm. because it's interesting because during high school for me, like my senior year, I had almost like a death a little bit of like friend groups and different things. And I kind of felt me like wanting to go a different route. And so I had lost a lot of friends in high school, which I was super okay with. And then I went to college and became super close with all these college girls. But then I left there and like, I'll look, I'll see these girls who I still have like good, like friendly relationships with, but we're not close anymore. I mean, now it's been so many years. I left our sophomore year. Like they had a whole life at Kutztown without me. And literally to this day, it still sometimes gets like, I'm like, I wonder what would happen if I like stayed there. So like, mm -hmm. it's, it's interesting. It's like, I still mourn the death of that yeah. hardcore. Wow. This like really reminds me that like, we all have these like little mini deaths in our lives. Like throughout the seasons of our life, right? We go to high school and then we have this death and we leave there and go to a whole different place or when we get married or even start a new job or leave that job. Like there's so many shifts that happen and our identity gets tied to what we do. Mm -hmm. And then when our identity isn't there, when we leave the thing, we have like a little identity crisis of like, who am I? I feel like too, for like college students who go right from high school to college, it's like you've been a student for literally your entire life. Right. It's like, now what? that's always so hard. And then you go into this like, quote unquote, freaking real world, which is dumb to begin with. Like, Stupid word. whatever. Yeah. Don't like that. No. Um, but college like isn't real, you know, like it's not. No, it's like a utopia. It really is. Oh, I love college. <laughs> I like barely did college. <laughs> I mean, I graduated from college, but like, I, I like commuted after I left that sound. So I feel like I didn't really do college, but college vibes are good. So why do you feel like we like, so this is the thing that happens to everyone. And, you know, this, like, brings me to the deeper subject that we don't need to talk about today. But, like, I want to talk about death. Like, oh, I want to talk yes. about how when people die, it is absolutely terrible. Like, it is. But it's but the only thing we're it's guaranteed It's the only in life. thing we're guaranteed. Same thing with all these mini deaths throughout our own life. But the beautiful side is that everything is cyclical. So when there is death, there is rebirth. Yeah. And everything in life goes like that to a flower, to a person. There's always another human that comes in to leaving a job and then starting the career you want. Like, it's all part of it. And it's beautiful. But no, why do yeah. we hate it? Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know. Because for me, like, okay, when I left Kutztown, I started working at a place I really loved working at, Tilly, shout out. And then I met Dan. And here I am. And so, like, if I had stayed there, I don't know, I'd probably be a fucking degenerate. I don't know what would happen to me mm-hmm. if I stayed there. So, yeah. <laughs> On my own responsibility, not like And that was else. probably one of the most challenging transitions you've ever had. Oh, my God. But it was so awesome because in that tra- – yes, okay, actually, this is what happened. Because in that transition, I learned how to be alone because I was like, I am leaving this school and I made like a conscious decision to like isolate myself because I knew I needed to. So I was like, I'm just going to hang out with myself and be alone for months. I did this and I, I still like worked, but like, I didn't try to make any friends in my hometown. I didn't try to like do any of these things. And I just wanted to like learn who I was, what I liked, what my vibe was, you know, even in school, like when I went to good sound, like even just being influenced by friends in different ways that I'm like, do I even like this music? Do I even like these different things? So that death like really helped me become comfortable with myself and really like at that time who I was. Cause when I look about who I became after that death, I'm so different now. Mm -hmm. And it's actually like a funny thing that I've been like trying to like actually release from a little bit. Mm. I don't know if I can explain this well enough. This is like, I'm not even like a deep way. I had really good style when I worked at Tilly's because I worked with like a lot of fun, like skate clothes and like surfer clothes. And I've been trying to change my style lately, but I like, can't like phase out of like, I don't wear those clothes anymore, nor do they fit me, nor can I wear crop tops. Like I can't like dress like that. I don't know. So it's that's like- a really interesting thing because I had the same thing happen and I did end up releasing a lot of the clothes. Cause in college I would wear like the smallest crop tops known to man. I actually have, I think I did keep this one. I have a crop top that I wore for my birthday with marijuana leaves on the nipples. There you go. It's so cute. There you go. I don't think I can give it up. No, but your like, identity is in your clothing. Yeah. Too. Yes. And like my style, my style then was like, so like fun and surfery. And I still like love that, but like, it's not who I am anymore. And I, I have been having trouble like literally currently releasing that, even though I don't own anything that looks like that. But when I go shopping, I find I still look for those kinds of things and I have yet to figure out how to not like how to dress the way I want to dress. But do you think that you could dress, you know, surfer, skatery and still be who you are now? Cause there's a party that's still drawn to that. No. Yeah, there is. That's why I don't know. It's like this weird in between I've been experiencing lately. Um, yeah, I definitely think I could. I just, I think I like really heavily identified with that as my identity. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain like what's coming through, but yeah. That's super interesting. That's that. (laughs) There's just so many transitions in life. And I think the biggest one that stood out to us today was like this high school to college, college to life. And then I think a lot of people who listen, actually, it's really interesting because I looked up who listens to this podcast. I think I told you, Jen. And our major demographic is like 25 to 28 or to 30, something like that. And the second one is 45 to 55. So interesting. So we love you all. I think it's so funny. Oh, Um, that's so fun. I mean, there are just so many transitions in life. And I think about when I was about to get married and I talked to one of my friends who is like very, just like a spiritual angel. Um, And I was having like a lot of like old stories come up. And she was like, a lot of times, it was like the death of old me. Mm. And she was like, a lot of times when we have these big life happenings, all the old shit tends to come up. Because it's like, do you really want to do that? Like, are you sure? Are you sure? And then also releasing your last name as a woman. I just thought that, the releasing your last name, which 
That's so outdated yeah, and stupid. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> but I'd always regardless. dreamed about not having last name Smith, though. I think I told you that. Because I was always like, it's so basic. Like, I'm not basic. I think you did tell me that. It is a um, very basic last name. But when it actually came to changing my last name, it was so scary. Like, That's it so was, interesting. I really mourned that identity. Like, it was like Bridget Smith. Like, I'm not that anymore. That's so interesting. Because it's funny because thinking of last names, like I developed Oceana's last name because I wanted to rebirth another person within me. And I remember being like, Jen, I don't know if I've ever said my last name on here. Okay, Jen Segetti. Hey. Like holds a lot and it's not bad things. It's just that name had so much energy to it. And I was like, I just want to like rebirth a new name. And it's, it was so easy. It's so easy for me to like detach from Segeti. I'm like, see ya. Bye. Mm-hmm. Like it was a huge part of, I mean, obviously it's my last name, but like, I don't know. It was really easy for me to be like, bye. The only time I have to use it now is when I have to like differentiate like who I am to someone. Right. That's like, I don't know. Or like on contracts, I'm like, oh, by the way, my last name's not Oceana. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's interesting because sometimes it's, it feels good to have like a death of something. It's like, see yeah. ya. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, any other ones. I mean... Like, I would not hesitate if someone was, like, sign this legal contract to make your official last name Oceana and Segeti's right, gone. Would. I literally wouldn't even fucking blink. I'd be like, okay, cool. Full body and brain. Hell yeah, you took care of that for me. That sounds awesome. <laughs> and that's the beauty of these death experiences is that there's always something on the other side. And before Jen and I even started recording, we pulled cards and my card was emergence. And it was, like, you know, just reminding us that if you're feeling not clear on your next steps or you feel like, you know, things aren't going your way or whatever it is, like there is something to emerge on the other side. And maybe there there's is. something that needs to like die in your current life. Yeah. And then I think that question is scary. So like anyone listening, like what needs to be released from your life? Yeah. I think that's an easy way to look at it too. Like when we would talk about, you know, what lights you up and what doesn't, I mean, that's like the basis of when it was uplifted. I mean, uplifted pod was like yeah. essentially a death. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting that we like have so uh, unbound was like a rebirth. Right. And here we are like being so much more real. And just like ourselves. And it's not that we weren't ourselves there, but ourselves had, sh- we shifted so quickly. Parts of ourselves it. had like kind of like Gone. died out yeah. or like got became outdated. Like we were like, we just want to be fucking real and like say, when we're sad or like say whatever it is. I think it's a a fallacy to believe that anyone can be the same exact person their entire life. No, but that's like, what's so beautiful. Like it's so cool that we have the ability to like move on and change and like accept change and like all the great things that can come from it. Like, even though it can be scary. And right now I feel like a lot of people probably feel like so much is changing because it is on a universal level. So I think it even is, heightened like that energy of it absolutely absolutely Mm, i'm even thinking about us moving yeah home like that's a major that's a huge that is a death that i don't know what that feels like scary this is i mean 27 years of being in the same house and walking the dog in the same neighborhood and the same neighbors and that's a huge shift and especially from like an ayurvedic perspective like that's root chakra and that is like the ground being pulled from underneath you because that is your connection to earth. It's kapha, it's grounding, it's your stability. So when you have that pulled underneath you, vata, air energy goes really high and you feel heightened emotions and overwhelmed and like nothing is, everything is crazy, right? 
So that's what happens in these death and rebirth processes because it's almost like we get pulled, something gets pulled out from underneath us. Maybe it wasn't serving us, but something does. We kind of go through this, ah, what's happening? And then we merge and like morph into this like new version of ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's like a new human. We're like new humans all the time. I know we are. We're literally, yeah. As you were just talking and saying like, hi, Vata, I like resonated with it really strongly. I don't know if you saw my face, like I was like processing because I feel like I've been experiencing it's so funny. I mean, you're my best friend and we talk about Ayurveda all the time. I just said it good. We're good. And I like forget the principles of it because it's not something I study. It's not yeah. something, but I believe in it. And I, I love the knowledge of it and what you teach and even, like everyone that listens and myself. So my thoughts has been really high and I just processed that. Well, and I was like, everyone. well, I need to grab myself. So really like bad. You can look at this in a couple of different ways. The pandemic in nature heightened Vata. It's uncertainty. It's like, well, what's next? What are we doing? I feel like all the answers are different. Like everyone's, it's a different thing. It's very not clear. It's very erratic and like fast moving with like the wind, which is Vata. And then you also were in fall. So during the fall season, Vata energy is also heightened oh, within all of us. Oh, interesting. And that's why like the leaves fall from the trees and everything's drier because those are the qualities. Got to go oh, so deep into this. my God. Wait, you guys. <laughs> I have been so dry lately oh yeah my skin on my face was like ha was dry mm -hmm. like around like all around my like cheekbone and eyes and I was like why am I so so dry so that definitely like could have something to do with it I got a better moisturizer in a long good now but yeah and what you put into your body during this time of year is important too because you need more oil in your body like because it's so dry your body naturally wants like more olive oil or like coconut oil or just like something sesame oil to soothe wait that's so funny i literally bought coconut butter the other day because i was like i don't know if that's like the same thing actually but yes i guess it's like a cousin i feel you and i just went that's out and sad. got a bunch of coconut i got out went out and bought like avocado oils and different mm -hmm. oils because mm -hmm. i read um eat feel fresh oh by, yeah yeah what's her name it's floating sahara rose. sahara rose yeah i mean an ayurveda i think talks about these like cycles all the time because of nature because it literally looks to nature for the answers. And if you look outside, there's always something cyclical happening. I mean, happening. like, fall is a form of death. death. And All then the winter leaves. is death. Right. And right. spring is the reborn. And then summer is, like, the heightened heat, like, outward energy. Is that, like, pizza? Mm-hmm. Oh, guys, look at me. Yeah, she's got it. No, I feel like if someone, like, had some questions about it, I could, I like, be pretty confident. I think you could answer It's very common sense. But I feel like maybe with you, I'm, like, I let you take over that. <laughs> If you can tell on that one podcast episode, lol. Okay, but it really all makes sense, and I I think it's the reminder to like look to nature for the cycles, um, because there's always a death in nature, even animals. When an animal dies in nature, something's gonna come eat it, and then that thing is then given more life. Yeah, it's a cycle. It's a cycle, but it's like a necessary cycle. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think the the deepest message today is like. How can we stop like resenting that cycle? Because it's like, we don't want the change to happen. No one wants change, right? Like they don't really want it in their life when it actually affects them day to day. Or just even like accepting that cycle. Yeah. Because sometimes when you feel a death emerging, it's unclear and you kind yeah. of, you're not sure what you're supposed to be letting go of. Maybe some things aren't serving mm -hmm. you, but they kind of mm -hmm. are. And you're like, I don't, I don't, I'm not fully ready to let go of this. Yeah. Not because I need to hold on to it because I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. So it's like, you know, learning to accept those feelings and you can still hold on to whatever looks is like trying to die off, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, still explore other avenues of maybe 
things that you're feeling really good about or like what's really, really exciting you. For me, I've been doing like for photography, I've been doing like really creative right now, self portraits. Everyone will be of other people. It's been so much fun, but that has been an emergence I've been feeling Mm. before I started doing it. I feel like the last episode I talked about this. I was like, there's something I maybe not, but there's something coming through and I'm not sure what it is. Mm -hmm. I haven't let go of other parts of my photography business because I'm still experimenting with like, what the hell is this like beautiful thing that's coming through? And maybe I do have to let go of some of it to have it fully become clear, but I'm not ready to do that. And that's okay. Mm. As long as I, I'm, I'm still accepting that that might go away. Like yeah. I'm still accepting all these things that are coming through. So, and then I got a great opportunity this morning. So it was amazing. And it came through. Yeah. If you were to like give someone advice who's in this like weird kind of transitional death rebirth process, what would you say to them? Ooh, um, I don't know. Like, don't feel like you have to do anything. I don't know. Like, I know that sounds so unhelpful, (laughs) but I feel like when I'm in these process or Mm -hmm. these processes, I overthink Mm -hmm. like beyond and I don't stop. I'm currently in one. Let's just be real. I'm so in one right now. So I don't stop thinking like constantly. And the other day I was like, stop like, you thinking isn't helping you. It's just you going over in a circle and a circle and circle. So don't feel like you have to think about it to figure it out. Like you still have to do, but constantly thinking isn't going to help you. I love that. Yeah. So I, I hope that was actually helpful because that's, that helped me. I think I would say like deepen into your body because I think you're right. Like the mind is going to like go through this like overwhelm and just like trying to latch onto anything it has to like keep you there almost. Mm -hmm. It's almost like because the ego is important because it tries to protect you. But then when it comes to like these cycles and these phases, that protection becomes like overwhelming thoughts in your mind. So for me, it would be like deepen into your body, like a physical practice or like go for a walk or like a run or dance party like oh my gosh we thank you for reminding me I I literally the other morning when I had this epiphany like I have to stop thinking I wrote down a list of like what can I do to like get in my body so I guess that would have been the second thing I would have said and I said I really really need to release emotions because I don't cry um I don't know I probably share that I don't cry so and it's not because I stopped is it it weird that I can't wait for you to cry one day oh my god me too same I literally I have one good cry year and it's always the best. I'm always like thriving in it, but it's not like I stop it. There must be, Mm -hmm. there could be an energetic there, Mm -hmm. but I don't stop it from coming. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe like sometimes, but if I'm alone and I wanted to cry, Oh my God, hell yeah, let's go. Um, but I was like, I have to do a dance party to release my emotions. Mm -hmm. So when you just said that, I'm like, Oh my gosh. Yes. I love that. And I think like the other last reminder would be like, this is a cycle. And like, you don't stop the cycle from happening. Like you don't, resist it because that's going to make it worse like it's it's happening look out to nature like you know here in New Jersey we have all four seasons so we can't stop winter from coming no like we just have to like deepen into it and like merge with the new energy instead of being like I hate winter I I just fucking love the seasons I think it's so cool that we get all four I mean obviously I love summer like it's warm insane <laughs> I am not the biggest winter fan yeah I do embrace it um because what am I gonna do <laughs> I'll be honest not the biggest winter fan but yeah 
I agree. But I do appreciate fall. And I know to have winter, I have to have fall. So like that I've totally accepted. Damn. And it's like to have a rebirth, you need to have a death. Yep. So it's like, and sometimes the crisp air is kind of a vibe and some candles. I just love the food. Like I love warm, nourishing foods. I like don't know how to cook. It's an issue. We should cook together. Bridget. (laughs) Wait, I thought, I thought about this the other day. I was like, Bridget and I need to cook because she knows what she's doing when she's cooking and I don't I'm not creative with my meals I've had smoothie bowls for the past like four years of my life mm-hmm. so all right well next week on our so cooking channel I, can see. <laughs> I swear do you guys listen to this and Bridget's like this like wise like elder and I'm like this like I don't know this little like peanut that's like <laughs> this, 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 like how does like, anyone both take me both. seriously? We're both both. Sometimes I come through. Sometimes I get, yeah, we are both both, but on the podcast, our roles, the way they like kind of come through. So I'm funny. like talking about YouTube. <laughs> I'm like embarrassing, but not really. I yeah, own but it that's I don't what care. makes it fun. Does it? Yeah. I literally, do you guys listen to you me? You guys are still I'm listening, like, right? <laughs> I literally feel like people think I'm like, I don't know. I don't know the word for it. Uh, like, I want to say dumb, but like, that's not the right that's word. That's not true. Bridget's well, like, what can you guys learn? I'm like, I was watching TikTok. <laughs> Ew. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. And next week, you will catch us in the kitchen. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. That'd be so fun. That'd be really fun. All right. We love you guys. Thanks, Thanks for out. listening. Peace.